Hello, hello, and welcome to my Facebook Live. When you join, say hello. Let me know where you are watching from, and if you are on the live, let me know. If you're catching the replay, hashtag replay, so I know you were here and you watched. What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> we are talking about finding comfort and being by yourself, being on your own, as you're in the process of healing, deepening your, deepening your love for yourself, really tapping into the, the divine energies that you possess internally, as you're learning to step more fully into your power and really see and realize your worth, as you are in the process of doing that, so you can call in true love and so you can call in everything else that you desire. So what we're talking about is why, 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 why are you afraid of being alone? And I would love for you to answer right away, even before we dive in, if you are here on the live, let me know, is this a fear of yours? And if so, why do you think that is? And if it isn't anymore, let me know why you used to feel that way, if you know, and where you are today. So this is something that was request, requested in my private group, Self-Carved, which you should be there if you're not already a part of it because it's an amazing group. And I decided I will talk, to, to talk about it today because it was time for me to go live on my public page. So here I am. This is a very, very, very interesting topic and it's so crucial to have it. So crucial to have it. And it ties into what I was talking about the other day about the spiritual bypassing where we don't wanna look deep into our relationship with ourselves. We wanna skip over the, the, the process of really, really, really becoming comfortable and whole and feeling whole, we are whole, but feeling whole in our own skin, in our own body, in our own, with our own emotions really learning to regulate our autonomic nervous system and to be comfortable being on our own. It's such a crucial part because like I've said before, you can skip certain steps that I talk about, but then you manifest a partner and then you will be afraid again. Then you will fear feeling alone in that relationship. And an important distinction to make too is that you don't have to feel lonely when you're alone. You can be with someone else and feel lonely. So alone on its own is not a bad thing. It's about how you are feeling, how you're feeling when you are alone. And that's what we're talking about today. Hello, beautiful. Hi, Michelle, how are you? It was a huge fear of mine, but I'm learning to enjoy my alone time. I'm sure I still have more work to sincerely be okay with being alone. Love it, love it. Progress is key. Progress is key. So I am gonna share, I am gonna share what I used to do and how I used to feel. So I had the big belief that I'm not just gonna go out and meet everybody that I chat with. I am not going to sleep around with everyone. I'm not gonna go out with everyone, but I'm always gonna be chatting with someone. Pamela, hello, not afraid, just tired of it. Thank you for sharing. So my big thing was, didn't feel comfortable being alone either. So I always needed some type of external stimulation. And this is what happens. I believe that we're all addicted to something until we start healing it and we release it. 
So in a way, I was kind of addicted to chatting with people. I needed to text someone, I needed to FaceTime them, I needed to talk to them. It didn't have to be a serious relationship. We, we, didn't, not, we didn't even have to meet, okay? So I would, this is me being fully transparent, I needed to text someone or to talk to them. And so what I'm talking about tonight, I have been through this, so I can totally relate. And I wanna express what I, what I felt and also how I ended up working through that. And then obviously being where I am today, happily married and not experiencing this anymore. So again, we all have something that we usually cling on to because we don't feel comfortable being alone. So for me, it was, I needed to chat with people. I needed to chat with people, chat with people. This is what made me feel better. This is what made me feel better in the moment, not long-term in the moment. Some people watch porn to feel better. Some people drink alcohol to feel better. Some people go out and actually have sex to feel better. Some people eat to feel better, right? So what we do is we either eat or talk away or do something to escape what? Our emotions, okay? So the biggest reason a lot of women fear being alone is because they don't feel comfortable. They don't feel comfortable feeling their emotions. So then a big thing becomes, well, if I can attract a partner, the sooner I can attract a partner, then I can stop feeling this way. And this is what I'm talking about. It's not coming from a genuine place. It's not coming from a place of pure self-love and active healing and truly knowing your power because no person and no thing can take away your relationship with yourself, how you feel about yourself. So if you don't feel comfortable being alone, you have to start asking yourself questions. What is it that I'm fearing? Okay. And if you're not afraid, if you're tired of it, for example, why are you tired of it? What about it? What is it that bothers you? Okay. So we want to get to the root cause of the feeling. Like, what is it that I'm afraid of? How does it make me feel when I am on my own? How does it make me feel when I'm sitting with myself? How does it make me feel when I'm just by myself doing my own thing? How does that make me feel? This is the process. This is like the, the self-inquiry that I'll be talking about that you have to do. Well, it makes me feel, what? I'm not good enough. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel worried. What does it make you feel? I don't want to put emotions and words in your mouth. I, I want you to bring this out. This is crucial. Because when you think about it, when you think about it, and my husband does a lot of work around addictions and patterns as well. I'm talking about patterns in my upcoming healing academy, but he's really, really good with the addiction part. When a person is addicted to something, when a person goes to smoke a cigarette or they're about to take a drink or anything that they do to numb their pain, they don't activate all their senses, right? So you don't activate all your senses when you're going to smoke a cigarette. Just take it, you're like, right? So you, you just activate that part. You don't, you don't smell the cigarette. You don't feel it. You don't really look at it. You're not fully present with it. So oftentimes when we want to escape being on our own, we kind of just rush into doing something. You rush to answer a text message or you rush out to go out on a date with someone or you rush to go and spend the night with someone or you just go into the kitchen and you just like, you drink whatever you drink or you eat fast. You're not really present with it. And we do this to 
to, to distract ourselves, to run away from our emotions. When I was going through what I was going through, when I was going through what I was going through, it was, it was something internally that I wanted to escape. And then what? Then these guys that I was texting and that I was talking to became a distraction. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to build my future with you. It was like, well, you are a great distraction because when I talk to you, I don't have to feel. I don't have to feel what I'm truly feeling. And yes, it may seem like what I feel completely shifts because I'm laughing with you. We're having a great conversation. But what happens when we hang up the phone? What happens when you stop texting me? Oh, all those feelings come right back again. And that's the problem. And I talk about this because, again, even if you call in a partner into your life, if you feel this way now, this is what you're going to carry into your relationship. So when the person is not being able to be, when that person is not able to be present with you, when they've had a rough day at work or when things are not going well in their business, or they're just frustrated with their clients, whatever the case may be, or they're going through something when it comes to your kids or their kids or their family, and they can be who you need them or you want them to be, then what do you have? Because you bring how you feel about yourself into that relationship, and this is like what I need you to get into your head. You bring how you feel about yourself into that relationship. And if you don't feel good about yourself now, if you have a broken relationship with yourself, if you don't feel comfortable being on your own, then you are not a vibrational match to the type of love that you desire. Okay? So the whole that we've been taught that you should just wish for things to change or you should hope that someone from a different planet or up in the skies and a come and change your life it doesn't really work like that because everything is energy so you have to align yourself with it so wishing and hoping what does that create it creates a lot of doubt which is a very low frequency it creates a sense of worry which is a low frequency okay so a lot of the things that we do when we want to change our lives we operate from very low frequencies and then we create this crazy reality for ourselves and we say, well, I guess God or I guess the universe just wants me to be where I am because you don't realize how much power you hold over your own reality. And that's a shame. That's a shame because you can literally recreate your life completely, but it is about your relationship with yourself and it comes back to that over and over again. Because again, we can do the whole spiritual bypassing part. You can skip some steps and you can still call a person in, but you bring yourself into that relationship. You bring how you feel about yourself into that relationship. And then that person is going to become the person who distracts you, just like chatting with people or watching the porn or drinking the alcohol or eating, whatever, whatever you're doing to distract yourself from feeling your emotions then that person is going to become that. And that's a lot of responsibility to place on another human being. I don't want to die alone. A fear I'm wondering who my son will have when I'm gone. That was, is me 100%, lol, I just posted. When do options become distractions? It's a great question, yeah. So fear is one of the lowest frequencies too. There can't be any fear attached to it. If you want to manifest a partner, you cannot be afraid that it's going to happen or that it's not going to happen. Then you think about your son and you think about other people, family, the future just adds more, it adds more. 
Like you gotta train yourself to stay like laser focused, like my husband would say, it's his word, but to literally stay laser focused and know what's gonna happen. So instead of wishing and hoping and praying to something external, knowing that you have the power within you and start commanding things to happen and start declaring what's gonna happen, you have to make the decision. You have to make the decision. I declare that the next person that I get into a serious relationship with would become my husband. I made a declaration. I didn't say, please God, bring me a husband. I know I've been through all kinds of things. Please, no, no. I have the power to recreate my life, to change my life. It's about my relationship with myself and what I am expecting, what I am expecting. And when I say expecting, I'm not talking about you placing expectations on everybody else, but having a certain level of expectancy when it comes to your life. So if you don't know by now, and this is totally supported and proven by science, everything is energy that vibrates at different frequencies. And it's only when you start looking at something that, it, that, that you see the, a physical manifestation of it. So when you look at the physical manifestation of your life and you look at the past, you continue to recreate that because that's what you're looking at. So you're turning those waves into particles. When you don't look at what is, when you don't look at the fact that you're single, when you don't look at the fact that things are missing, when you don't tell yourself that things are missing, but you go into the dream realm in a sense where you get to be the creator or creatrix, however you like to label it, then there, are in, there is infinite, infinite, possibilities for what you could create in your life and you have to train yourself to be there but you can't be there from a place of i don't feel good about myself you can't be there there while at the same time fearing something you can't be there and at the same time not even be able to hold your own emotions this is why i'm doing healing academy as the foundation for everything this is why healing is the initial initial part initial phase that i take my private clients through first too because you have to become so strong and firm and rooted being on your own and to get to the point where you don't feel like anything is missing and it's just pure desire. I desire to manifest a partner. I desire that. I declare that that's going to happen, but there is nothing missing in my life. I already have everything. If I have created it in the, what, in the spiritual realm, then that means it's gonna manifest in the physical realm. And if I doubt that, that means I'm not trusting my manifestation. And if I doubt it, that means I'm not a vibrational match to it happening. If I doubt it, then I take my attention away from it happening because again, I turn my attention to the worry. I, tur I turn my attention to the fact that it's been an X amount of years or months or whatever the case may be for you. So we cannot fluctuate. People think, oh, it's, it takes time. No, it only takes time because you take your attention away from what you want and you start placing your attention, looking at what you don't want and you look at what's not happening and you look at the fact that it's not working out in your favor. Then you manifest that again because that's been your what? Your pattern. That's been the, 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 the main creation that you have been creating. And every time you look at that, you create it again. You create it again. You create it again. So once you become comfortable being on your own, then you have to take it up a notch. And it's not about only being comfortable. It's about being freaking ecstatic to be in your own, 
in your own world, in your own energy. Like I really had to get myself to the point where I was like, wow, if someone, whoever comes into my life, whenever it happens, like I had no time limit on it. And I know that's why it could also happen so fast. Whoever gets to be my partner is really blessed. It's really privileged. Wow. Like I am an extraordinary woman. I was telling myself these things because I literally felt lit up by my own company. It wasn't that I just felt comfortable anymore to deal with my emotions. We really have to sit with them and not make them mean something. If you feel sad, you feel sad. If you feel angry, you feel angry. What matters is how you speak to yourself through that process. What matters is your behavior and what you do when you feel what you feel. That's what matters. What matters is having a support system or having the tools that you need to be able to transcend and transmute your emotions and turn it into something beautiful. Like I always talk about how I turned my pain into this journal and now it's helping. I don't even know how many people have this copy, but if you don't have this journal, you need to get it ASAP. This is a lot of the things that I did to coach myself through a lot of the discomfort that I felt. So becoming comfortable being in your own skin is just the initial step but then we have to bring it up a notch and more and more and more because you're manifesting a partner from a place of knowing your that that's your divine right and knowing that you are the creator of whatever you desire to call into your life if you believe that you do not have the power to call in your soulmate but something or someone else is going to make that happen you've already given your power away you manifest your soulmate from a place of, I am in my power and I know it's going to happen and I declare it. There is no, I don't, what if? The, the, the what ifs, have, they have to be positive. Like, what if I meet him or her tomorrow? Oh my gosh, what if we travel the world next year because I'm going to meet them next, next month? So we're so programmed to say what ifs in a negative, with a negative connotation, probably because we heard it from our parents, probably because we hear it from everybody else. So what ifs are really pow powerful when we use them in a positive way. So catching yourself when you are actually self-sabotaging is huge. Training yourself to be comfortable with your own emotions is huge. Allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling without making it mean something, without making it mean that you're not worthy or without making it mean that, oh, probably because I feel this way, it's not going to work or I feel this way because no one loves me. Whatever story you create, like all that has to be gone. Like that has to dissipate. So then you get to a place where you're like, okay, it is what it is. I have to have my own back. And you're completely comfortable being on your own. And when I say comfortable, it's not that it, the, the process, is, process itself is comfortable. Maybe a better word to use, it's you are okay being on your own. And you start discovering over time that I no longer feel lonely. Wow, this is huge. So I'm in my own company and I don't feel lonely. Wow, this is huge. Celebrating yourself through the process is so crucial. And then you start turning it up a notch, right? You go from one radio station to another. You go from FN to AM. You raise your frequency because now it's no longer, oh, I am okay with it. Now it's like, oh, I actually enjoy it. You become optimistic. You're like, Whoa, I'm a special person. I have a special purpose. I have a great vision for my life. There's so much that I want to do. And I continue, I'm continuing to expand into the woman who's going to make those things happen. 
But again, I have to remind myself that as I'm doing these things or as I'm getting these things, as I'm manifesting these things, as I'm growing my business, as I am furthering my career, as I am buying the things that I want to buy, as I'm meeting my people, I am bringing myself into all of those things. And again, like I said yesterday in my video in my group, Self Carved, <laughs> make sure you join if you're not already a part of it. I was talking about this is why a lot of people who obtain things or manifest things fast, who don't already feel good about themselves, will say, oh, it's, it's, better, it's better to be single than to have a bad relationship. Well, of course, but if you want a relationship, then it's going to be better for you to have a great relationship than to be single because that's what you want. Or people who are miserable and they manifest a, a large sum of money will say, well, money doesn't buy happiness. No, of course it doesn't, but it makes you more of who you are and it helps you do more of what you want to do. But you have to have the foundation first. This is why I continue to talk about healing as the foundation. Because you have to come back home to you. You have to start being comfortable being in your own skin. And then you start turning it up a notch and then you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> Like, I am a freaking powerful person. I am amazing. There is so much good about me. I'm so strong. And then you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself and you have to release the judgment and the shame and everything that you've been placing upon you because of what you did in the past. So this is where the inner child work, inner, inner child healing work comes in. Because a lot of us judge and label the woman that we used to be, the teenager that we used to be, the little girl that we used to be. Because we have what? We have a greater, we have greater awareness today. It's something that we, didn't do, we wouldn't do now, but you are more advanced now. You didn't have this level of awareness and knowledge back then, so you have to forgive that. So a lot of the things I guide you through in this journal and in my healing academy, we're going to be talking about breaking patterns. We're going, to talk about, we're going to talk about breaking patterns because it's so crucial. You've been attracting a certain type. You've been feeling a certain type of emotion. You've been doing things a certain type of way, and you've been holding on to certain attachments. And it's very, very dangerous. You cannot cling on to things that are no longer serving you and at the same time create a reality that you desire. So a lot of people will continue to entertain meaningless chats and continue to talk to people or allow other people to give them false hope, even though you know that person doesn't want to be with you, or even though you know that you don't want to be with that person, you do that to fill a void. And then you're wondering, like, where is my person? There is no energy available for that person to be called in. So there are things that need to be broken, and this is what we're going to be talking about in Healing Academy, and if you want to join, I would love to have you. I would love to have you. So that's an important process because... We don't realize what our patterns are many times. We don't realize that every time I feel, I feel guilty, I, I run and do this. Or we don't realize what underlying emotions are manifesting our current reality. We don't realize what behaviors we currently have that continues to bring about a certain outcome that we don't enjoy. We don't realize that. And that's what we really have to take a hard look at and break and break and break and break. So for me, a big part was realizing what I was doing. I'm like, wow, I feel like I always need to chat with someone. I, I, I don't think it's cool when people jump from relationship to relationship, but what am I doing? I'm trying to distract myself from something. And what is that? And then I forced myself to feel it. And that was how I started the process.
I forced myself to feel my emotions. And that was the biggest part of my healing when I started allowing myself to, to feel. Feeling is healing. But this is why we also need guidance and support because people drown in their feelings. But people also feel too much. They don't know how to transcend it, how to shake it off, how to allow the energy to move through their bodies. It's crucial. Because we were not taught that. So a big thing too, a big thing too is asking yourself, why is it so crucial for me to have a partner? Why am I trying to rush the process? Just asking yourself a lot of questions. Because I can, I can tell you all day long what it was for me and what I can assume what it is for you. But you know yourself best. You know why you need to constantly be chatting with people or meeting up with people or entertain old flirts or exes or why you need to keep people around all the time. You know why that is. There is something you're running away from. And it's the very thing that we're running away from that we have to turn to. We have to turn to that. We have to be with that. Do you have any questions for me? It's a lot to be said on this subject. Any questions for me? So again, we will develop addictions but before that, we distract ourselves. So a lot of the things that become addictions were originally distractions for people. But we tend to judge people that have more extreme looking addictions because we would not do that, but we would do something else. And when we realize it's all an attempt to run away from pain and we turn to the pain, then we can start dropping those distractions and there is this like false premise of that you know you shouldn't feel a certain type of way or it's bad to feel sad or you know people don't like people who are going through pain they want you to be happy and all those things and that's fine but you have to go through this process it's like you have to you have to be willing to walk through the fire and feel the burnt and in order for you to get through to the other side and you'll still walk out whole because the, the fire is just like a symbol of what you have to go through to get to the point where you want to be so i've said this a few times and i'm going to say it again i remember i don't know how long ago it was now but it was very it was very powerful a client of mine told me that she was rushing she was rushing trying to get a partner so much because she wanted that person to replace her inner work. Meaning, she wanted to attract someone who would distract her from her pain. She wanted to attract someone who she could be fully present with and in tune with, so she wouldn't have to deal with her own stuff, hoping that that person would take care of it. Because as we were working together, she was going out on a lot of dates. I didn't say anything, because I don't ever tell my clients what to do or what not to do. I help them come up with their own answers by helping them tap into their inner divine guidance because they know the truth within. So she was going out on a lot of dates and I just asked her questions. How was it and what went wrong? Just asked her questions. And she was like, well, I don't feel this way or this is missing or this is going on. 
And then I would ask her about her relationship with herself. I would ask her, you know, what she was running from and things like that. And then eventually she said, wow, I think I'm trying to rush this process so much because I really don't want to go through the process of me healing myself and loving myself and treating myself the way I want to be treated. I was like, wow, that's huge. So then she shifted her focus from going on all these dates to tending to herself. And I actually get a lot of messages in my inbox from women who haven't even worked with me who say, you know, I've been following you for, for some time and I have managed to, you know, heal from my divorce and improve my relationship with my kids or improve my relationship with my husband if they're married. Um, and I've gotten myself to a point where I've now manifested a person if they went through divorce. So it's really, really, really cool because your relationship with yourself determines the quality of your, of your life. I could relate to that. Yeah. So it's about being completely honest with ourselves, to be honest, to be honest, to be honest with ourselves and to admit what we're doing. What kind of distraction are you turning to? What kind of addiction do you have? To be able to own that and then to turn to the pain instead of away from the pain. When you sit with yourself, what is it that you feel? Why do you make that wrong? Why is that so scary? Why does that bother you so much? the questions that you have to answer when you feel what you feel what is the problem with it what is the story that you create it's a huge one right you you feel sad or you feel angry or you feel frustrated then what story do you tell yourself you start telling a story that everybody is lucky and everybody's blessed but not you you only have bad luck when it comes to love and everybody's been mistreating you and all those things that's not it. It's not it. So you have to be willing to see that. And if you're not seeing that, or if you want that process to speed up, then I would love to help you in my coaching because that's, that's really the cool thing with coaching. You get to have someone mirror to you what you're doing and you, ha you get to have someone who helps you bring the answers out of you so you don't have to go through the trial and error as much. Like I wish... <laughs> that I would have known about these things before. Like when I say before, before I went through everything that I had to go through because I didn't have the support. And back in my days, when I was going through the trial and error, when it came to relationships, I didn't even know coaching existed, to be honest with you. So I had to bump my head a lot of times and to realize that, wow, there's something that I'm trying to recreate that I didn't experience, that I didn't get in my childhood. And I want that. I'm seeking some type of validation here. I want to prove myself just like I felt like I had to prove myself in my childhood. And because I had a lot of underlying issues, I continued to attract a certain type. And that was my pattern. This is why I'm talking about breaking patterns in Healing Academy because it's crucial. So you break that pattern, you get, you get to, 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 cre to create a new one. It's really, really powerful. So we have to be honest with ourselves. A lot of us don't want to be honest with ourselves because it hurts. It hurts to admit what we're doing. It hurts to admit that we are responsible for who we attract. This is not to say that you're responsible for how people treat you. Let me make that really, really clear. But if you see that you're attracting a certain type over and over and over and over again, Instead of creating the conclusion that, you know, all men suck, all men are the same, the dating world sucks, what in me is attracting those people? What is it that I'm trying to feel? What is it that I'm trying to do? 
What is it that my inner child is craving? And how am I recreating something from my childhood through manifesting these type of relationships? What do I need to heal to start shifting this? When will I become my biggest priority? And this is why I talk about not only manifesting your partner, but also keeping your partner. Because again, if you don't do this work, you end up being in a relationship with someone. You can't hold yourself. You can't hold your emotions. You place all the, the responsibility on your spouse. They got to deal with themselves too. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. A lot of relationships don't work because first of all, people don't share the same values. But then... You're, you're not able to regulate your own world. You're not able to hold yourself. You're not able to guide yourself, to support yourself. This is why I just had made the quote before I came on here. And I'm probably going to do like an entire like three-day masterclass over this. But in the process of me manifesting my, part, my, my, my partner, my husband, I had to really tap into my Wonder Woman. And the Wonder Woman is the representation of the divine masculine. I had to tap into her. She was the one that guided me, that, that supported me through my healing, okay? So the divine masculine is really about the support, the never-ending support, the comfort, the being able to hold, right? So that was the, the a big part. Then as I was tapping into my divine feminine, which was my wise woman, she was the one through her intuition, through her creativity, who, through who she truly is, was able to call my husband in. And then finally, I embodied the wife, which is like beyond the, the energies. And she really enchanted him. Like, I'm not going to lie. My husband told me he knew he wanted to marry me the first day he met me. But again, you are a wife before you become a wife, right? We're not talking about just being a bride. A lot of women dream about their dream wedding. I never dreamt about that because I didn't see a lot of healthy marriages or really any healthy marriages growing up. But as I was changing my relationship with myself, I could see myself building an empire with someone, with my best friend, with my lover, with my supporter, with my companion. I could see that and I could feel that. So I became her before it happened. And a lot of people are not willing to become who they need to be in order to call in true love. They want it to happen first and then they can work on it. But it doesn't work like that because you have to be a match in the spiritual realm first or on an energetic level first, however you want to put it, before it can actually happen. Okay. <laughs> a lot to unpack, a lot to unpack, but this is, this is fun work. This is fun work. It's a little painful, but it's so necessary. So asking yourself, you're asking yourself questions in terms of what am I running from? Or what is the uncomfort? What is the discomfort here? Why do I, don't I feel comfortable in my own skin? Why am I running from my emotions? Why am I distracting myself? Why am I picking up the phone right now? Or why am I turning on the TV right now? Why am I constantly running from my emotions? And then being able to turn to the pain is a huge part of it. Huge part of it. Okay. And then you start taking it up a notch. Now you're okay with it. You're comfortable with it. Okay. How can I deepen my journey with myself? How can I take it to the next level? How can I really start enjoying my company? What do I love to do? In what ways am I creative? What do I want to do in this life with or without a partner? Start doing that. You start being fully involved in the process of loving yourself and loving your life is a key component. And then you want to embody these three archetypes that I talked about, the Wonder Woman, the Wise Woman, and the Wife, because them combined will create 
the love that you've always desired. And in my private coaching, I help you embody all three and really, really create the love life that you always desired. Hi, Patricia. How are you? So there are two, two things going on right now. If you want support with what I've talked about. So my healing academy is starting at the end of this month. It's currently on early bird for $777 or $1,111 in full. I mean, in payments, not in full. The first option is in, in full and the second option is in payments. It's a three to four week program where I help you break your toxic patterns in terms of attractions and attachments that you're currently holding on to. Okay, a super, super powerful program, a special edition. And then in my private coaching, I support you one-on-one. -on -one. It's really next level. And if you want to inquire that, you can send me a private message. Okay, hope you enjoyed this live. If it resonated, please share it on your page or tag someone that you know would truly enjoy hearing this message. Okay, I would greatly appreciate it. Have a good night, morning, evening, afternoon, day, whatever the time is, <laughs> whatever is going on, where you are right now. Okay, sending you so much love. Bye-bye.